What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Dirty South Podcast. It's your host, Head Hunter Nick. And you already know, I'm back again with that boy, Wick. Yes, sir, Ski. And, man, we got an eventful one coming up for this episode. We done made it to episode 20. We done made it to episode 20. We almost can drink. That's crazy, man. Uh, As you already know, as I said, when we got to number 10, I did not think this podcast shit was ever going to last this long. I thought it was going to be a solid three. It was going to be a three and out, you know, at the best. And then I end up. We got episode 20. I'm fucking with it. Um, Happy late Mother's Day to all the. Hope y'all got something good for y'all mom. If you didn't, you're a terrible child. But I say, I hope my mother is very appreciative considering I drove 45 minutes back home to deliver her gift personally. So. Not even gift, gifts plural. So, yeah. My mom just said, "Give me the money, I'll order it myself." So I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that works too. That'll work too. But man, man, oh man, it's been a hell of a week. Um. Let's go ahead and jump into it, man. The NBA, the National Bitch Association. Because, <laughs> bro, bro. And if you already know, if you follow the page on Instagram, you already know I started a series called Ass Alert, where I'm pretty much, I just start, it just started this playoffs, like really this week, where I just started calling out professional athletes for not showing up, not doing the one thing they're fucking paid millions millions of dollars to do. And I'm not saying they got to go out and have a perfect game, but if you're a superstar professional athlete, you know, you just can't be ass at something you're doing. Yeah, shit is bad, bro. Like, you know, for example, take the NBA, you're in the playoffs, you got a big game seven, you know, and I get it. Sometimes it's just not your night when it comes to scoring, but damn, You know, you you shooting five for 18, for example. And, you know, you ain't playing no defense, ain't getting no type of rebounds, no boards, um, no assists, fouling niggas. Like, just, just ass. So, MVP. I mean, on there. And got some good feedback from it. Got some good feedback. Uh, followers find it pretty amazing, pretty amusing. So... We gonna, we're just going to say fuck it and run with it. NFL season, everybody get an ass of the week. Get an NFC oh, ass, ass of the week. We're going to do an AFC ass of the week and an NFC ass of the week. Because. And if and then somebody is just awful, you get overall ass. You just ass of the year. Just ass. Just absolutely. I, I ain't going to lie. I'll tell you what win ass of the year for last season in the NFL. Patriots Raiders, that last fucking play gets ass of the year. Dude, what the fuck was that? Are arguably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Besides, excuse me, besides Ezekiel Elliott as his last play as a cowboy. Good job. 
but shit is wild out here. Bit of a rant in here in this episode. There's gonna be a rant in here. I'm gonna piss some people off, and quite frankly, I don't give a fuck. But you know, I feel like I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, because I feel the same way if we're thinking the same thing. Yeah, I'm about to go on a rant because right now where I'm fucking. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's go ahead and just. Should we just go? Should we bite the big bullet in the room or should we go around and then let's ease into it? Ease into it. All right. So we'll start off with the NFL news going on, you know, around a couple signings here and there. The Falcons pick up cornerback Trey Flowers. I believe they picked him up from the Bengals. So Falcons have another to the secondary. You know, if they can gel together, the Falcons could have a really good defense coming up this season. It really just comes down to staying healthy and actually performing. So, depending on how those two factors go, that'll depend on how the Falcons will look on defense and arguably decide how the fucking season as a whole. Um, You told me there was another signing. That uh, Zadarius Smith went to the Browns. Zadarius Smith went is... to the Browns. It's a good pickup. I mean, it adds to that already stacked as D line, but where's the wide receiver help? <laughs> Ball say like tired ass Amari Cooper. Uh, that's it. Like <laughs> he got shit on. Yeah. Uh, David and Joku, who's hit or miss depending on how he feels. Yeah. So, like they said, look, Nick Chubb, get the fuck out the way. Honestly. <laughs> That's what they on. They on some. They might as well just snap at the Nick Chubb and let him go at this yeah. point. But, but then again, Deshaun did take two hundred thirty mil, so I don't know what type of receiver help that. And plus, they get shit in the draft. Yeah, plus the flashy receivers. You know, they want to go somewhere like, or Miami. You know, they don't want to go to fucking Cleveland. Who wants to go to Cleveland? That's no one's destination. Like that's yeah, it's fun. Nobody's dream vacation, nobody's desires. Like, oh, you know what I want to do today? Yeah, I want to go to fucking Cleveland. You said know? no one ever. Like, nah, nobody, nobody's willingly going to Cleveland. It just isn't happening. Hate to break. That's the why I'd hate to be like first overall on a bad Brown season. Oh shit! Because I get to get put on the jersey that has like. A list of uh, you seen that picture? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still growing. That's the thing. That shit is still growing. I think uh that quarterback that's on the back it's Tim Couch or somebody. I think he was like the quarterback in like 1999, like the Browns first came back into existence, and it's been a downhill slope from there. It's been like it's at least 30 names on that list, bro. Like. My goodness, it gets longer and longer. Um, but not a whole lot of noise coming out the NFL side, so go ahead and keep it chill over there. Um, more so looking forward to – oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay, I'm going to address this elephant real quick. All right, can we chill on Brock for a second? Can we fucking chill? All right. I, I, like People that don't know shit about football are – 
really going crazy because it was a video of Bryce Young Panthers minicamp doing what literally what a quarterback does, practicing uh, <laughs> with his line, taking snaps, doing rollouts and stuff, and this big damn deal about Bryce Young's height and weight. He looks like me. Yeah, he's not now. He's not a big guy. He's playing in an NFL where that shit, shit can get wicked. Um, <laughs> can it? Shit can get fucking wicked. Guys are bigger, stronger, faster across the board. It is a different animal. But, okay, I got a question. How long do you think it'll take for Bryce Young to get speared in the hell? Uh, week one. He's playing the Falcons week one, so it's, oh yeah, it's it, it, he's gonna get popped week one. I'm not saying any of that's out of the question. Jared Grady's gonna have a fucking blast. Yeah, Grady, Jared. I said Jared Grady, but like that's how people have. It's like the concern I've been seeing the most from people is how is he gonna see over the line? He's so short. How is he gonna see over the line? Y'all know this motherfucker played at Bama. I also know, know Russell that? Wilson's in the league. Right. Do y'all know this nigga played at Bama? Like Russell Wilson, he played at NC State in Wisconsin. You know, they. I don't know about NC State as far as linemen goes, but I know Wisconsin. They got some big motherfuckers over there. Then Drew Brees played in the Big Ten. Yeah. So. Against, um, fuck, what's his name? Corner, Michigan. Oh, Charles Woodson, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like bro. That, dogs. Like, th- there's, there, here's the thing that people don't understand about the college to pro difference. There's much of a size difference from – college to pro and when i say there isn't much i mean it's like literally fucking minimal literally like the height and weight you come in to the nfl at is more than the weight you're gonna keep throughout your entire career give or take five or ten pounds like it is not noticeable unless you like completely switch positions like tim tebow yeah you know you're not gonna be worse 6'4 as a lineman. If you were 6'4, 6'5, 6'6, 6'7, man, odds are you're not gonna grow. You know, it's not basketball where you come into the league at like 6'7 oh, and then you're 6'10 a couple years later. No, that's not that's how the shit works. Uh linemen are typically the same size in college as they are in the league. So there is not gonna be a difference. Throw down at Bama. As far as in, in regards to uh, seeing over the line or seeing past the line, it'll be the same in the pros as far as height and seeing over the line goes. Now, whether or not he can deliver the ball um, in a timely professional manner at the NFL level, whether he can avoid pressure with the speed in which NFL pressure is coming, whether he could take hits at a rate that an NFL player will lay a hit on, he's going to be fine. All right, especially now you can barely touch the quarterback anymore. You got to ask for consent before you hit him, you know. <laughs> so I, I think he'll, I think he'll be okay. I'll say he should put some weight on, definitely. Oh yeah, uh, do you think they're not going to buff him up to at least two twenty? Yeah, like they're 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 going to get him right, like, kind of like how they did Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson wasn't a super buff guy, you know. He was always five eleven, but he wasn't no super buff guy coming out of college, you know. On and was able to withstand contact, withstand some of the hits. And, yeah, he's, you know, as far as physical health goes, he's okay. 
but that's that's just chill on Bryce Young. All right. Let the man try to prove himself. Let the man play football. I understand people have their concerns because he's the number one pick. All right. Watch your mouth. Let the man play there. End the discussion. But he'll be yeah. fine. Um there was oh man. Break down some of the XFL stuff. Cause last time we did an episode, um we didn't Divisional championship rounds, and as you already know, this past Sunday at the time of the recording, the X was played. So we'll go we'll go into some of that in a second. Now, as far as the USFL goes, personally, man, it it's been hard for me to get in. Has really you can a major difference between the XFL and USFL. Um, just like the XFL, the third iteration, because it started in the mid last mid eighties, and around, you know, sometime like that. Yeah. It. Yeah, it's you could tell there's a major difference in the way promotion is handled, the way it's marketed, the way it looks. Um, it's almost like trying its hardest to be NFL number two, and you can't be that boring. You can't do it. Whereas, the, hey, XFL, we're doing our own thing. It's still football. But we know we have our own rules. We have our own ways of making it fun. And that's what drew people in to watch it and continue watching it. The USFL, you know, when you got games going on, the scheduling situation's a mess. Almost every game's a neutral site from what um nobody is coming to the games. <laughs> like nobody's coming to the games. Then when you look at the cities a lot of these teams are in, these are cities in which a pro- like I'm gonna, I'm gonna read uh, read off the names of the USFL. Uh, some viewers here. Read them off. It's not a bad thing that you don't know. It's Trust not a bad thing that you don't know. I, it's just the setup is pretty weird, man. All right, so you got, you guys, okay. You got the Birmingham Stallions, the Houston Gamblers, Memphis Boats, Michigan Packers, the New Jersey the New Orleans Breakers, Philadelphia Stars, and Pittsburgh Maulers. Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, New Orleans, uh, Houston. I don't know what part of Michigan the Michigan Panthers play in, but if I take a guess, it's probably no whatever. No matter what city you go in, as far as Michigan goes. You're fucked because you're going to be playing second fiddle to them. If it's Detroit, you're going to play second fiddle to the line. It's Ann Arbor, you're going to play second fiddle to the fucking Wolverines and the Michigan State Spartans. You know, you're already, you know, the kings of Michigan. You're already four string. Like putting a team over in Michigan is just not a good idea. And New Jersey has the Giants and the Jets. 
Yeah, so the state of New Jersey has that. But they're running, you know, the way I've seen the New Jersey Generals run, um, they're pretty good. At least like Yeah, they won last year. Last time I seen them. New Orleans, like, um, Philadelphia, you know, what a city – a city with the team that just went to a Super Bowl that had a team go to the Super Bowl and the World Series. So, yeah, like, honestly, when it comes to, like, like that, you can't fuck with that team. Like, that team has its prideful fans. Like, they'll die for the Eagles. Like, just like New Orleans, they'll die for the Saints, bro. You can't just swoop in and try and become a new fan base, like, not yeah. happening, bro. And then the Pittsburgh Maulers, like, yeah, they changed their colors to black and gold to match every other team in Pittsburgh. But come on, man, it ain't the same. You know, them Steelers fans, they love their fucking Steelers. Um, the Pirates are ass. Uh, the Penguins, you know, you're just not going to compete with the Steelers as a football team. You're not. Um, too much history. It's I think, that, I think that's a major factor as to why people because it's like it's just not the it's, and then you, you know you can make the XFL you got teams like for example the DC Defenders who arguably has some of the best attendance out of and the best support yes they have a team in the Washington Commanders but do you see how fucking batshit crazy and dysfunctional the DC Commanders have been the Washington the Commanders, Commanders football team Redskins, how they've all been over the past. Yeah, I said it. Um, Ooh, over the over the past, like that's major. And just like that, this episode is canceled. Yeah, I got Cherokee blood in me. I can say what the fuck I want. Um, Fair enough. So, all that going on. Yeah, they're looking for a team that has some type of functionality to it, and they got it. So, yeah, they're going to get support. They started doing beer snakes, throwing lemons on the field and the shit. They're making merchandise out of it. They started the fucking beer snake. Well, let me, I'll get to that. But, you know, it's just it, it's just so much wrong. The USFL. Football, it's, like, it's almost like watching pandemic football again. It was is not the same without because like love it or hate it, the fans make football games. They do football games and everything, but it's like there's a reason why games are more exciting than practice because there's fans at the games and not at the fucking practices. So you know the crowd makes football. When there's no crowd, football tends to suck ass. So nobody is going to be paying much attention to it. Um, I think they, as far as like what they can what they can do better, I don't know. I say yeah. take take some of these teams, with the exception of maybe the Memphis Memphis team and the um New Jersey team, and literally relocate all of them. Like start this shit over from scratch. It, it's not working, man. In Birmingham, I'll leave Birmingham alone. But even then, for a state like Alabama, who they don't have any sport professional sports team besides uh, you know the and, and XFL got a team in Birmingham, don't they? No, they don't. You positive? They ain't got a team in Bama. Wow, I thought they did. But it's 
it's looking bad, man. It's people already don't really watch Spring League. It's you know perceived, and it's gonna be you know it is less day in the NFL. But you know if, if you want it want it to work, you want people to watch it. There's so much shit you can do better than the bullshit you're doing now. Just terrible and yeah, shit's a mess. On to the league that knows how to make a spring football league fucking work. The XFL. Uh, we're gonna cover the championship games, the divisional game, division championship games, and yeah. So last week, no, the week before last, the XFL championship games took the top two each division and the top two teams played each other XFL championship and for the South the Arlington Renegades with the ups they upset the Houston who had the best record in the South they were a really good team the Renegades, I watched that game. The Renegades made the Roughnecks look terrible. And here's the thing. Um, with the that game, it's terrible. They've had all offense all year. They had to go get Luis Perez, a quarterback out of Vegas, who played with the Vegas Vipers, who was also in a bad offense, to, to just come and help them out. And they couldn't – but they always had a good defense. Couldn't score, but they always had a – And something clicked. The stats here of the game. Man, Phil, y'all copy out some merch or something, man. I don't know. We'll copy out some US. Uh, I say USFL, some XFL merch, man. Yeah, cop some merch. But yeah, pretty. It was a pretty good game, as far as I saw. It Arlington honestly straight out outplayed Houston. Houston looked from. Yeah. I guess they came in with the mentality that this was a. It was gonna be an easy, one. and that was not the case at all. Never underestimate your. And, and what the shit out of you make you look bad. But Arlington ends up winning the game 26 to 11. Gonna try to pull up some stats here to let you know, get an idea of what went on. These stats are brought to you by the Dirty South Podcast. Do, 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 dirty South, Dirty South. We need to start getting like, like drops. Yeah. I'm trying to get, need to get a fucking soundboard in here. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> it's just <laughs> ass of the week. Ass of the week. Like the last thing we would need is a fucking soundboard. Niggas would never take us serious for real. That'd probably bring charm to it though. That'd be the charm of it all. Just and we just have a new fucking crazy ass sound every week. It's, it's unexpected every time. Yeah. 
but so whenever my computer decides to pull the dick out of its ass i'll try to look up some of these stats here all right here we go um luis perez the quarterback for the arlington renegades who Vegas pickup that i just mentioned went 19 for 27 289 yards and three touchdowns but he had himself the running back davion smith for the renegades had 94 yards on the 24 carries that's a damn good game right there he almost had 100 yards on the ground um yards per carry uh not not great not spectacular because he did have 24 carries but i'm not uh, especially for a team that doesn't have the best online, gotta kind of off. and even get 94 yards. That's that's tough. Uh, some tough. Javonta Payton uh, led the team in receiving with 121 yards on five receptions and two touchdowns. So five receptions, two touchdowns. Buddy was pretty efficient that game. Um, but yeah, one team clearly showed up and played a lot better than the other. Yeah. Um, now the scariest thing right now is, um, playoff renegades because apparently that's the greatest team ever in XFL history. Bro, regular season renegades was fucking ass, bro. They're like the Bengals. Yeah. Except they got the job done. Cole, um, there's kind of been like a quarterback controversy going on in Houston between the two quarterbacks of Cole McDonald and Brett Silvers was the original starter during the year. So if he got hurt, I don't know what happened. I don't know why he isn't really starting anymore, but shit went south. Cole McDonald went nine for 25, 82 yards and a pick. Jesus fucking Christ. And then Brandon Silver's the backup. Uh, he didn't get many snaps. He went three for six for 22 yards. So not much to talk about there. Um, as far as running backs go, Max Borgie had seven carries for 48. Cole McDonald, the quarterback, had seven yards. He outrushed his own running back on the same amount of carries. Um, it looks like, from what I'm seeing, it's been a lot of drops and incompletions going on. Deontay Seaver was targeted to six. Um, Bryce Lee had four targets, three catches. Now he's already bad. Uh, Tavon Salter had six targets and one catch. Jesus fucking Christ. Now, that could go one of two ways, though. Those could be forced passes, or he just dropped them. I don't know, but the thing with receivers drop the ball, they will drop the fucking football, so that's a that's a rough, rough thing right there, so it's kind of kind of a strange thing to have. Shit. One Maybe team, get good next year. one team, clearly the other. One team just wanted it a hell of a lot more. But congrats, 
Championship from the South Division. The North Division game, however, was a bit more entertaining. Uh, the DC Defenders played the Seattle Sea Dragons, as you already know. Two good teams won it. Um, the Defenders were eight and one, nine and one. They were nine and one in this, and the Sea Dragons, I believe, were seven and three to end the season. Uh, not bad on either side. So starting with the Sea Dragons. Um, well, let me just say say that part. Yeah, the defenders won thirty seven to twenty one. So looking at the defenders' stats here, the winning team. Watching the defenders, they do run a two quarterback system uh, with Jordan Jordan Tiamu and De'Aaron King. Uh, Tiamu went. 19 for 31 for 258, two touchdowns, two. And De'Aaron King uh, went four for five and had 41 yards passing. Didn't really throw a whole lot. The best running back in the league was shut down this week. Abram Smith, he had 48 yards. He had a touchdown, 2.1 on the ground. There is uh, five carries, 25 yards. Not much to speak there. Leading receiver was Bradley for DC. You have four receptions for Lucky Jackson, a well-known receiver for DC. Two receptions, 56 yards, and a touchdown. So, yeah, receptions, and one of them was a touchdown. Hey, how mad? And then for the Sea Dragons, good old Ben DiNucci. Went for now, mind you, Ben DiNucci went 31 for 48, 295 yards. And you ready for this one? Zero for damn receptions. Whoa, that is that's some new shit right there. That's why they lost <laughs> exactly. He throws a pick, the Sea Dragons win. The Sea Dragons win every time he throws a fucking pick. Like, I don't give a fuck if he threw for almost 300 yards. Pit. Now, here's where I think. I'll tell you right here. I didn't really watch much of this game. Didn't see much. Saw some. Saw some of each. But let me tell you. I think this is exactly where the Sea Dragons lost the game. All right. I'm going to read you the rushing stats. Only two people had rushing stats this game. Beninucci, the quarterback, had three carries for 16 yards. Y'all remember the name Philip Lindsay? Yeah. Uh, well, he's an XFL poor guy. He was really good. Yeah, they kind of did him dirty. But, you know, when I read this to you, you see why. Um, two carries for minus three yards. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't hand him the ball no more. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was a fumble. I don't know if he went back. To- um, Actually, I'm looking at the stats now. There were zero fumbles. Zero fumbles lost. And yeah, so no fumbles. <laughs> so, uh, but Philip Lindsay did go kind of crazy in the kick return game. So I'll give him that, but that's just fine. That was that for the championship games. DC ended up winning this game. 37 
XFL championship. I know this. I know uh, up in Kansas, people were literally having parties, little small parties for the XFL championship. What? The fact, you know, I guess the spring league game. There was a lot of big names there. Um, obviously, the Rock and Danny Garcia. Destroying was at the game. Um, this San Antonio at the Alamo Dome. And I watched this game start to finish. It's a good game. And to watch. Uh, this was a good championship did game. Start off Here's one thing I'll say. Yeah. It didn't. It did not. I think this was a good championship game because for this league, they needed to have a good championship game. Um, if this championship game was asked, the league within it at some point within the next year, you know, there was some fight back. I saw it as entertaining. This is this is a good thing for the league. Now the Arlington Renegades now were four and six to end the year, and people were pissed that. They made it to the playoffs over the Battle Hawks, who finished 73 in the North Division. But it's the top two teams, and the Battle Hawks are number three. Then it was one of those cases where there was a really good division and a really bad division. The South was shitty. All right. They were ass. The South was Houston, the Houston Roughnecks, on to Renegades, the San Antonio Brahmas, and the Orlando fucking Guardians. So Arlington was four and six, and they were the top two team. The top, uh, they were in the top two. But hey, the Renegades didn't deserve to be there. They had to beat a really good Roughnecks team to get to the championship. And and the Defenders, they were the number one team all the league. But my goodness, this was an ass whooping out the gate. Arlington jumped out to a fourteen to nothing lead in the first quarter, and. It looked like it looked like one team came to play and the other did. I feel like DC, just like the Houston Roughnecks, underestimated Arlington and they got their assholes pounded because of it. So that's a lesson. Read off some. Uh, well, I did. I did kind of spoil it. The Renegades won, <laughs> thirty-five to twenty-six. Of uh, Luis Perez went 20, 288 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. That's that's great, actually. Uh, for a quarterback, and he has a great um, – didn't play varsity football in high school. He played JV as a wide receiver. It is. He walked on junior college. After a year, he became the starter. Then he transferred to uh, D2, a D2 school. Texas A&M Commerce was the school. Um, didn't start when he got there. Uh, kind of sat and waited. And then became a starter and won a D2 national championship. He had a couple NFL stints here and there, got cut. And when I say NFL stints, I mean, like, he was on the practice squad for, like, all of a couple weeks and got cut type shit damn um bounced around all the spring leagues he played in uh aaf when that was a thing 
the played in the USFL with the New Jersey Generals. Um, played some. I'm not sure if he played some arena ball. I heard somewhere saying that. I don't know how true that is. Um, don't remember how true that is, but I think he might have played a little bit of arena ball and then ended up at the XFL and was with the Vegas Vipers, one of those bad teams in the South. Um, no, 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 in the North. Lower team in the North. And I remember Rod Woodson, the head coach of the Vegas Vipers, publicly calling out his quarterback, saying how he wasn't even making doing the basic shit right. And then eventually Vegas got rid of him. And Arlington picked him up because they were in desperate need of a quarterback because they couldn't find shit. And how about that? He leads this team to not only a championship, but a win over the number one team in the league who we all assumed was going to win this shit. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, Everybody seemed to have a good Now, people are talking about how good Luis Perez did in this game. I want to give a shout-out to Letty Brown. He's a running back for the Renegades. Now, if you look at his rushing stats, he you know he didn't look that great. He had nine carries for 32 yards, but he did have a touchdown. He scored a touchdown rushing and a touchdown reception, which, truth be told, probably won the game for him. Yeah. He had two receptions for 43 yards, and one of them was a touchdown. Mm. Going absolutely crazy this game. Um, That's the pretty much just the stats for the Renegades. The defenders started the game off not doing shit. They've they look fucking awful. Like these are professional football players, and they did not look like it at all. Like not the slightest. Jordan uh, Tiamu. Oh man, it's not a good stat line. It's not a good one. It's not the worst I've seen, but it's not a good one either. Sixteen for thirty, so he's a little completion percentage. Two hundred forty-five yards, two touchdowns, three picks. Once again, it's not the worst stat line I've ever seen. Three but it's not crazy. it's not a championship. He went up there looking like um what's that dude? Kerry Collins. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. That's a name I haven't heard in a long ass time, man. Yeah, that shit was bad. Um the best running back in the league, he was literally put in a bag for the the two-yard run, and he made his stat line look so much better than it was. Um, he, he had 13 carries for 90 yards and two touchdowns. Fake ass 90 yards. Uh, got that 90, and that's 13 carries for 38 yards, which is not even three yards a carry. But that one run he broke saved his stat line. Oh, uh, because nobody's really gonna look at anything else, really. They're just gonna look at them numbers and be like, damn, he had a good ass. He, this is a good ass running back, and they just gonna take his ass. But uh he had two touchdowns. Abram Smith had a good game, but if you watch that game, but Buddy took some hits. He got smacked up in that game. <laughs> um receiving for the defense for the 
Josh Hammond. Uh, he had six receptions for 127 yards and two touchdowns. This guy was actually absolutely going crazy this game. Um, that's pretty much it as far as anything popping off at the screen for as far as that goes for the defenders receiving. Um, defenders started to have a bit of a comeback in that game, but it was like no matter what DC did, DC fought. I will give them that. They fought back, but it was like no matter what they did, that defense would give up a touchdown. Arlington would just find a way to score. And yeah, also seeing DC as penalized as they were turning the ball over like that, very uncharacteristic for that team, but still brought it into one score though. Yeah. But Arlington just outplayed them. They they better. You can be the better team, but if you don't show up to play, you're going to get your ass. So let that be kids out there in sports. You better bring asses to play. Every game. Don't start that game. I'm going to you 11 no, or an 11. Always play hard. Somebody's watching. Yeah. And look here. If my kids are going to net, fuck around if y'all want to. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Fuck around if y'all want to. See, I, I used to coach. I used to coach y'all. team, man. I used to tell them, bro, y'all get ready to go to high school with that dog. Fuck around if y'all want to. All you got, all you got to do is jackass around one play, and your ass getting put on a stretcher. So, but moving on to, let's go ahead and get it ready, man. The NBA are on. And active. As pretty much at the time of recording, every semifinals go, both included, and we are setting up for the conference finals in both the West and the East. Uh, we're going to cover some of the conference finals results here. Um, after this, I'll say some of the bigger news here. Um, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid won. Trish. Um, yeah, we'll tell you why we said that in a minute. <laughs> um, Joel Embiid did win the MVP in the NBA. The Bucks fire championship winning coach Mike Budenholzer for no fucking reason. Yeah, that shit made no sense. The same thing with those raggedy ass fucking sons, bro. Like, it should coaches should not get fired because the players aren't going out there to hoop. Thank you, thank you for fucking saying it. Thank you for fucking saying it. And like I'm, football is one thing. You gotta you gotta actually devise a scheme, dude. They have to ball. The coach just kind of sets up a few plays. A lot of coaches just let the people play. Honestly, like so for y'all to go fire a nigga who just won you a championship two years ago, crazy. Yeah. Then. You were just in the in the finals two years ago as well with the fucking Suns. Monty Williams is a great coach. In that game with the Bucks, like in that game with Monty Williams and Mike Budenholzer two years ago, both of them just got fired. Two years ago, they against each other in the NBA fucking finals, and the and the motherfucker who won got fired first. That's insane. I do think that Doc Rivers should not get fired. 
This is why I say why. No. Doc Rivers had. Hold on. I'm going to just I'm, continue. I'm going to let you finish because I, I don't. Oh, my God. I'm a Celtics fan, but holy fuck. Man, this is this is this is where it's becoming a bunch of horseshit at this point. Now I get it with Adam Silver as the what, commissioner of the NBA. Yeah, it's become more of a friendly league. It's all about the players. With they, the players, pretty much run the league. All right, there's no coaches, no owners, no commissioner. They don't really run the league. The players do. So you got shit like. For example, load management, which I think is a bunch of horseshit. Load management. Get your ass don't be sitting there. Cause a lot of y'all, because here's the thing, a lot of y'all dumbasses, y'all, y'all want to call it rest for the playoffs, and you stupid asses get hurt in the playoffs. Like, you might as well fucking play. You're getting paid to. Get off your ass, play, quit being a blazy bitch. Play. All right. Yeah, Man. like that shit is garbage. They and I, gl- I'm glad that they have made the new rule that you have to play a certain amount of games to be considered for MVP. Because this shit is getting out of hand. Where you yeah. got LeBron not even playing half the season in in the fucking Western Conference Finals, and then you got fucking fucking uh, AD who also didn't play. And then like, what the fuck are we doing? KD didn't play for like months and that fucking showed what happens when you're in a fucking serious situation that you need to be in for you to play and know how this feels and you haven't got past the second round in two years but that's the best player in the league the part that people don't understand is like they're eating they know what they're doing they don't They, they, they don't they don't know they don't know what they're doing with their bodies as well as you think they do um Trust me, I like y'all think I'm bullshit. Y'all think I'm some regular ass nigga. I've trained with these motherfuckers before. NFL, NBA, MLB. I've trained with these motherfuckers before. All right. You know, everything is all, you know, it's hardly ever weights. It's all resistance. Uh, The fucking water, that little water jug thing where you like flip the water jug with the handles, that that bullshit. Every, everything, everything is, you know, it's never weights anything. So, of course, they're getting hurt more. But, like, didn't he use that as an excuse for, well, I don't feel like playing tonight, so I'm going to sit on my ass, you know, because we got the playoffs coming up. All right. Some of y'all, at first, I don't even make the fucking playoffs. And then the ones that do, your ass gets hurt in the playoffs as well. Why? Because your body is not used to, you know, it's used to playing basketball, but it's not used to being in the condition it takes to not only last the full season, but play in the playoffs as well because you're, your body's not accustomed to it. You're taking there's a such thing as too much. As your body needs rest, that's why you don't play games. You don't play games seven days straight in a row. You know they give you a night before you play your next game. Sometimes yet, two nights. You know, yeah, sometimes two nights, and sometimes yeah, you do get a back to back sometimes, but you know it's a back to back that you probably get once every. Two weeks, three weeks, if that. But being a bitch, play. If you don't want to play, then don't even be in the league in the first place. Then don't even play ball. Benjamin Simmons, who sat on his ass and posted a picture of him watching the 76ers lose. You fucking suck, and you will be on the next flight to Hong Kong. Straight bitch. Straight. But, you know. I'll say it on camera. Ben Simmons. 
bitch. I'll say it. it shit ridiculous. Um, You're grown as fuck. You won rookie of the year in your second season. And then you come out here and you fucking, like, what are you? You're not a baller. You're not a basketball player. It's been evident that you don't want to play basketball in the first place. So, honestly, leave the league. Go play in Puerto Rico with DeMarcus Cousins. Actually, can we get DeMarcus Cousins back in the league? Because he's fucking balling, and he's a good center. He's a good piece to some team that needs it. But you still have Ben Simmons in the league who hasn't played a game in months. Yeah, shit's fucking wicked. But and you hear this, and you're like, what does, have to do with, "What does this have to do with what y'all were talking about?" These are the motherfuckers that get the coaches fired. <laughs> the coaches are getting like, fired because of these motherfuckers. Like, like Giannis shouldn't have a say so, and and Mike getting fired because Giannis, you went out there and played like shit for what five games straight. What yeah. the fuck? You like, you were injured for people like dude. They didn't have Giannis. He was injured for a game. He played the rest of it and he played like shit because they want to sit here and in in low management, don't know what the fuck they're doing, go out there and and don't know how to handle pressure when you have to play a team that really wants it. That's what's really happening. They're playing teams that really fucking want it. Their Jokic is going out there playing seventy games, sixty games. Fucking Jimmy Butler is putting his life on the line every night. Man, and you go out there and you half-ass it, become a fucking MVP front runner, and then when you play somebody who really wants to win this championship because you think you're gonna coast by, shit like that happens. That's why the Warriors went to Game Seven with the Kings because that young team wanted it, and that's yeah. why the Warriors, when they went and played the Lakers, we see what happened when they played a team that at first they didn't want it either. Then they decided, hey, let's play basketball. Yeah, like the shit's ridiculous. And you get players like that, right? You got players like that who fuck a game for not only the future generations, but like the people, the people who are so like you got coaches getting fired because they want to paint the the owners want to paint this image that oh well the coach lost the locker room that's why the players are playing like shit they're lost playing like the shit because they ain't, they don't want it. it's two it's two reasons a can want it all right you just saw that become evident with Joel Embiid he wanted to win the MVP more than he wanted to win the fucking ch- championship they don't wish that'll it. never happen I got two more years for this fucking 76ers team they're gonna disband James Harden is already talking about rather going to the Rockets or the Suns it doesn't even matter. This team is going to unfold. The process was a failure. Scrap everybody. Restart a new process. This shit is getting annoying. It's getting embarrassing. And I don't want to see it anymore from Philly. This shit's like Philly was the team that was god-awful for 10-plus years on purpose to come out here and still not be able to get the job done. It's fucking ridiculous. Why are you tanking for 10 years? You got pieces, and you your leading scorer – in game seven was Tobias Harris. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Like, Tobias Harris was your leading scorer. And it's no shit because Tobias Harris, but like. James Harden won an MVP, right? And a 10 time All Star. 10 time All Star. Is your Tobias, like, Tobias Harris. Like, but is what we, off. honestly, are we surprised by James Harden at this point? Are we really surprised by James Harden at this point? No, no, Every no, time no. He, he gets in the playoffs, 
he fucking puts up a 40-point game, then goes out there and shoots fucking 13 for 75 the rest of the fucking game, the rest of the series. No, like... He's bad. He's really fucking bad. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised Joel Embiid shit the bed. I'm not surprised James Harden shit the bed. I'm not surprised at any of that. The Joel Embiid thing is what pisses me off more because you just won MVP like literally a week ago. You just won MVP. You're trying. To, why are you not trying to prove that? Hey, I deserve this MVP. Literally, if I was the commissioner and I could take away MVPs, I would give it to Jokic because he went out there and manhandled, single-handedly manhandled the Phoenix Suns with Kevin Durant and fucking uh, what's his name. Oh, what's that guy's Devin Booker, bro? What no. the fuck? And then oh, wait, I got one more thing. I'm right. sorry to cut you off. And another a coach that should get fired. The fucking Memphis Grizzlies. He's lost the locker room. That nigga <laughs> has lost the locker room. He's lost the locker room for sure. How many times can you put John Morant on no team activities? How many times can you keep suspending this guy? You let Dylan Brooks make a fool of your fucking team for the whole season, went to the playoffs and lost in the first round, and you were the second seed. What the fuck are we And you lost to a Lakers team that wasn't even projected to make the playoffs at the ass end of the season. Literally made trades at the spur of a moment and built a team out of a bunch of has-beens, and they're fucking hooping. So I'm trying to figure out why we're firing the Bucks coach, the Suns coach. We're finna fire Doc Rivers. That's that's imminent. That can happen literally right now. Before, and and oh, that can happen. But we're not firing Steve Kerr. He lost the fucking locker room. You have two players who are who are constant all stars, constant leaders in shooting. You got Steph fucking Curry, the greatest shooter of all time on your team. You lost the locker room. They couldn't score. Yeah. Clay game six clay does not exist. That that is a figment of our imagination. He did that shit one time. Like, bro, yeah, man. Jordan Poole, get the fuck out of here. No, nah, Jordan Poole's a bitch. That, that, that's a bitch ass nigga. You went out there and put up as much points as Andre Godala. Draymond Green. I'ma say this now. Draymond Green should have hit that motherfucker harder. He he should have popped his ass hard again because he's zero points. Damn. Sports culture in real life, totally different things. They're, it's two totally different things. When you like, you can't go knocking people in real life randomly when they piss you off. You can't do that. Sports culture is not the exact same as real life. It, what happens in that locker room stays in that locker room. Now, in this case, somebody had a camera, somebody caught it all on video. He deserved it. I'd punch him in the face too because you went out there in a fucking playoff series and dropped the goose head. Game one of that, Jordan Poole had 21 points. Shot, and then and then when the game is on the line, shoots from dumb deep with yeah. 10 seconds left on the clock. Are you serious? You have and... Steph Curry. Clay Thompson, even though Clay Thompson can't hit the side of a fucking barn with a rocket launcher, like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, oh my god, I hate the NBA. I really do. It it's a shit show around Jordan Poole tonight. Ass that with a 
three. He had a minus three plus minus while scoring zero points. You know, typically that means that everybody who did not play in that game, like everybody in the, on the fucking planet who did not play in that game, had Jordan Poole by sitting on. I literally watched the game and like put up better. I didn't put up no stats, and I'm better than you. What the fuck are we talking about? Like, bro. Oh my god, dude. bro. I took while that game was going on. I still did better than you in that, shit, in that game. Like, come on, bro. We haven't we haven't recorded an episode in a minute, and you still ass, and we put up better numbers than you. Like, come. On. Okay, let's Dang, get come. to let's get to a series where two teams wanted it: the Heat and the Knicks. The Knicks, yes, they lost four to two. I, wait, pause. Let me not say two teams that wanted it. Let me say everybody on the Knicks minus Julius Randle wanted it. Julius Randle, they pay you money to go out there and shit the bed. Now, granted, you don't have playoff fucking – you're not a, a playoff vet. You barely go. You've been on shit teams your whole career. Fine. But when you go out here and you go on any given night in the regular season and you drop 40 points, 30 points, we expect that when you touch the fucking playoffs. But then you go out here and, and, and play like dog shit. And, what are you doing? And the coaches are getting The coaches are getting fired. All right. The coaches are getting fucking the last shout out, shout out to Jalen Brunson. That's all I gotta say. Because he played his ass off the whole series and yeah. Got drugged down by his team. The last five coaches of the out of the last of the year, four of them have been fired. I think all of them have been fired, actually. Every single one of them. Yeah, all of them been fired in the last five years. Cause Williams. Now let's talk about the Suns. No, I, I got a rant for the Suns. All right. Cause this is the one that pissed me the fuck off the most. All right. You got Monty Suns team. All right, this team about five years ago, I shit you not, I forgot they were a basketball team. No, yeah, they literally. Who are the Suns? I like, ten, like five years ago. I literally forgot the Suns were a fucking team at one point because of how ass they were. They were to go 15 and 57 and shit like that year in and year out. And no 15 and 67. And nobody would bat nine because it was like, okay, it's the. Then he he shows up. They bring in Chris Paul. Go to the finals. That would be all I heard. I'm like, yo, what? Like, I'll hear about him. I'm like, bro, are they still in Phoenix anymore? Like, do these motherfuckers exist anymore? I didn't know. Look, there was a point in time where I shit you not. I didn't know they had new jerseys at one point. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I have not noticed the new jerseys until like this season. I swear to God. Bro, I thought, I thought, I'm talking about before, this is more like the City Connect shit. No, I'm talking about like, I thought they had, they still had that Charles Barkley shit, that per that son as a basketball shooting. Oh, damn. The I now thought they, been they still had those. that shit. <laughs> they changed those years ago. That's how irrelevant I thought the Suns was. I was like, bro, I thought in my mind, I pictured the Suns. It's like, okay, they still that shit. I, I look, I see them now. I'm like, oh shit, y'all got a black jersey, a gray jersey, all, right, all that shit now. All right, look at y'all ass. But but you know that black jersey is nice though. I'm not gonna lie, that black jersey is fire as fuck. It was fire as fuck. Oh, the Suns, like, oh, the Suns always have great unis, but not great but, teams. 
This Monty Williams came and took that team and made them a literal contender. They won the West one year. They won the fucking West. All right. And uh, Zesty has DeAndre Davis. Made something. But then you get to this series now. This series. Now, Devin Booker, you know, he he did his thing. You got KD now. All right, so there's really no fucking excuse. You got KD. Kevin Durant and Devin Booker on the same team. He showed up for all – he probably showed up for about half the series, I want to say, a little over half. But, of course, you know, the the small points where you're needed the most, nigga vanished because, you know, niggas want to low manage and be hurt and shit. But – Regard Booker, yeah, he could. I mean, DeAndre Aiden went out there and like a fucking fool. Like, almost every night he had a streak where he was like putting up thirty a night. Here, here's my beef. DeAndre fucking Aiden went out there and got fucking manhandled. I sat here and watched this man get fucking railed by Jokic. I watched Jokic assault this man, bitch this man. Bend him over, no Vaseline, and just fuck him straight in the ass for an, for an entire series. And Aiden just sitting there taking it, just being. They him. lost the game. Jokic still had fifty points, bro. Just it's like bitch mode. And then there's that clip going around where it's like, you know, he has a chance to go up for a rebound. He ain't going up for. It. He's standing, you know, he on the court, watching, not even jumping up for the. In there watching with that dumbass look he always has on his face. Y'all know the look I'm talking about. Uh, uh, that I shit myself. <laughs> you know, like, bro. like he literally, he literally looks like a little kid that shit himself. Like I kid you not. Like that's how little kids look when they shit themselves. What do I do? And like, and like they, they don't know how to tell you. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like he's just walking in the room and they just stare at you in the do- in the doorway. <laughs> like yeah. that's how you look, bro. He's yo. Yo, DeAndre Aiden, bro, is hot-ass garbage. Bro, get a fucking board, get a rebound, do something. And then and then you watch, like, the final game of the series where you got, you know, DeAndre Aiden want to be a bit, it bruised my ribs. Man, there's a, there's a point in time where you got to realize, you know, you're getting paid. I get it. It hurts. I've had bruised ribs before. There comes a point in time where you just got to man up and play. You just got to quit being a bitch and play, you know. And then they want to say, like, Suns fans, they're like, well, we didn't have Chris Paul. One, Chris Paul didn't do shit. And two, even if you did have a viable point guard, you still have two of the best shooters in the league right now who could not get the job done. Yeah. And you also have a center who is paper mache in human form. You have a center who is a the literal embodiment of like what getting prison fucked to look like. I sat there and watched. I swear, it looked it look like the fu- it looked like the fucking it looked like Mississippi in the South again. Like it looked like Mississippi in the sixties. Or a white man just beating the shit out of a black. That, that's exactly. You could have picked like. any other state. You like you that you came for me for no reason. <laughs> it, <laughs> had to be done. it had to be done. Like I sat here and just like, bro, this is the one sport we're supposed to have. All right, this is the one sport we're supposed to have. Jokic moves like okay. You play two K. Uh, I used to. Last time I played, he moves like a seven-three center with no speed. And yeah. people who play two K, you know what I mean. Like literally, you get up the court, 
two, three seconds before everyone else. I mean, after everyone else. Like, slow as fuck. DeAndre Ayton is, he's, I would assume, a very quick center. He's, he can jump. He has a good vert. So at what point, and you're taller than Jokic. Jokic is 6'7". This man, DeAndre Ayton's about seven foot, right? Seven foot one, seven? Something like that. You're taller than him. Is Jokic actually six seven? I thought he was seven foot. No, he's no Jokic is six eleven. Six eleven. I thought he yeah. said six seven. I was like, oh no, nah, he's six eleven. But like, bro, he come on, bro. Jokic literally had his way, and that shows me that DeAndre Aiden is not ready for the playoffs. He is not ready to play NBA basketball against high caliber people. He is not ready. Like, yes, he's made some good plays. You go out there and you pull that shit every year, you will be sent to where Jordan Poole is going, where Dylan Brooks is going, where Ben Simmons is going. China. That is exactly where you're going. You're going to be next to fucking Dwight Howard. Like, So, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Um, the Suns need to get a fucking reality check and rehire Monty Williams because you would not find another head coach that can pull a team together like, like he did. With yeah. that fucking team, are you gonna fucking? Well, who are you gonna get? Doc Rivers? He's gonna get you to the second round, just like Monty Williams got you to the second round. Who you gonna pick up, Mike? And Mike can only fucking like what? What do we? He's only been around people who can't shoot. So you just put him in. You gonna put him in a situation with a bunch of people who can shoot? Yeah. You have the perfect coach, and you fire him. So you honestly rethink what the fuck you're doing. Rehire Monty. But I'm pretty sure Monty doesn't even want to come back because he feels betrayed that y'all would even fire him in the fucking first place. Exactly. So in my um, opinion, when campaign is your leading scorer, campaign G League All Star. All right. Here's how bad it was. All right. And if you follow, if you follow the page, you know. Uh, on the game, right? I accidentally clicked the over on campaign. I did this completely on accident. I was trying to because he's been so ass lately that he's almost guaranteed to win money. Oh, I sent that shit. I, I sent him a hey, I, I know your ass might be ass so bad tonight. I know you do. But I just need five points this first half. I just need five. He had 19 in the first half. Yeah, I think two. So 19 first half, three. Oh, also, um, shout out, shout out to Kevin Love as well. Oh man, Kevin Love. Uh, but that that doesn't matter because they won the series. You see, you see what happens. This is what happens in basketball. You can play ass, but if you win the series, it does not matter. DeAndre Ayton. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, I'm still naming them. Steph Curry. No, I ain't even gonna say Steph Curry because he balled. Steph Curry balled. Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, John Morant, Dylan Brooks. Everybody that I'm naming, all of you, stop being ass and giving up. That's really what happens. They lose the first like few games and just say fuck it. Literally. The the Grizzlies, not the Grizzlies. Um, fuck. Uh, we'll go with the Sixers. 
Sixers played a great game seven. Literally, you not not game seven, uh, game six. You literally stopped um, Jason Tatum from going the fuck off. He he went off in the fourth quarter because I guess y'all thought y'all had the win in the bag and y'all got too complacent. But um, he goes up there in game seven, drops 51 on y'all, and y'all can't do shit about it because when can y'all ever do shit about it? It's the 76ers. They're like the Browns. You remember when the Browns went to the um, almost to the AFC Championship, yeah. almost took it home for Cleveland. And shit's the bed because they thought they had the game in the bag against the Chiefs. Was it the Chiefs that they played and they thought they had the game in the bag and shit themselves? Pissed right down the leg. Broncos. The Broncos? That was the Broncos a few years back? A few years? The Broncos were not in the playoffs a few years back. AFC, wait, hold on. The Browns went to the AFC, AFC Championship? No, they almost went to the AFC Championship because, remember, the AFC Championship ended up being the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, that. yeah, so. I thought you were talking uh, about, like, in the 80s, like, with John Elway and them. Uh, who the fuck cares about the 80s? Then, like, y'all got y'all out here playing Bismack Biombo. Why, why is Bismack Biombo like, DeAndre Aiden is so bad, they throw in Bismack Biombo. He is old as fuck. In words. It's like, oh my God. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. RJ Barrett, you good job, guy. Honestly, I'm just I'm really just going down all the ass alerts. Because like it's <laughs> shit's crazy. The shit is crazy. Joel beat 13 points four for 16. What but we're firing the coaches. That that's the point we're trying to make with this he whole. Was five, he was five for eighteen to finish off. Literally, that's the point we're trying to make, guys. They're firing the coaches. Why are we firing the, the players? Coaches? Are being ass because Joel Embiid MVP'd as everyone was like, "Oh my god, MVP Joel Embiid, he finna take it home. He finna win a championship." Stop talking like that because he he first off wasn't even supposed to win MVP. They just did it because they didn't want to push the narrative that a white guy wins every year. So and they started to think that the NBA was racist. So the NBA was like, "Oh no, we're not racist." Look, Joel Embiid gets MVP this year. He fucking sucks. Like when it matters the most, he fucking sucks. Just like when Kawhi sat him the fuck down, and he cried. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. What are we doing, James Harden? I've gave it. I gave it. I've given up on you a long time ago. I'm finna throw you in the Westbrook bu- uh, bucket, and I don't give a fuck about Westbrook because I think Westbrook has been trash ever since the fucking triple double season. But throw that in there, and you're gonna be in there next, James Harden, because no matter what team you go on, the team fails. So at, it, it it can't be it can't be the team at this point. It has to be you. You're the problem. You went to the Nets, three All Stars. But here's the problem. I think no. I think I know what the problem is. They keep putting these ball-dominant-ass players on the same team. Why are we putting these ball-dominant-ass players on the same team? Why is Devin Booker and KD fucking on the same team? Why is Joel Embiid, who is the centerpiece, the centerpiece of the fucking 76ers, joined with James Harden? So now you're forcing James Harden to have to score because he's a secondary scorer at this point. So when you do have to force him to score, he goes out here and goes fucking, was that, three for nine at half? Yeah, nine points to finish the game. Fucking sweet. Wait, nine points. So, hold on, wait. 
that picture you posted with the the ass alert. Was that at half? That was toward the end of the game. That was like towards the end of the game. Okay, because I was gonna say, was that at half? Because you, because if you're trying to sit here and tell me that he didn't score a fucking bucket for the rest of the half, nah. that's insane. Trash. You should have did an ass alert for Jason Tatum. I'm just throwing it out there because one point after at a half is fucking mental. And Jason Tatum, honestly, I feel like what they need to do get Jalen Brown up out of there. I hate he, to say he it. He almost had one. He, I was in your way. I was ready to cook Jason Tatum. Started off like, one for 13, had like three points. I was like, oh, he yeah. He had one point. He had like, what, three points? I have one point and up until like late in the second. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Bro. So, JB, honestly, the problem is like, that it's JB's team when Tatum isn't there. I guess that's a one two punch effect. But why can't both of them like Jason Tatum is so inconsistent and it, it hurts my head watching him play sometimes because he just shoots. He doesn't give a fuck if it goes in or not. He just shoots the ball. He doesn't look for good shots or nothing. And he carries every play. Like I love Jason Tatum. He carries every play. He gets away with it. But yeah. the refs are not going to say anything. The commissioner is going to say anything because it's a player's league. So it does not matter what happens in the NBA. It's always just going to be the players. The players have a say-so. And Clay Thompson, dude. Here's a wrong. They're going to make – they're going to story and paint the narrative to show that it was the coaches that made the player wrong or the coach, you know, had no authority. He what do you mean what is losing the locker room in basketball losing the locker room works in the nfl because if you don't if if the coach does not have his team rallying behind them behind him that's why dan campbell granted he didn't have a spectacular season he's a damn good coach and those players believe in him because he he managed to let the fucking locker room follow behind him yeah doc rivers is not a good coach Doc Rivers is not a good coach, but he keeps getting a fucking job because he's Doc Rivers. He had like, and every time he coaches a team, granted, he goes to the playoffs because he has players that play good in the regular season. Those are players. The players get the coaches there. The coach has nothing to do with a fucking Joe. He doesn't go out there and say, hey, Joel Embiid, um, you know, I, I, I don't think you're you really um shooting that well. Can we make you to force up some more shots? It doesn't matter if you go for a good shot or not. Just force them. He didn't say that. He didn't tell James Harden to go out here and and drop nine points in a game seven. But this is okay. I want to someone to throw this out here. This is not the first time James Harden has shit the bed in the game seven. Please, for the love of God, please let us not forget when James Harden and that fucking Rockets team missed twenty seven. 28 threes consecutively yep. in a game seven. And he was the front runner for that bullshit that I watched on my TV when I was 16. Yep. So, like, what the fuck? It, it gets to a point where we're going to have to stop blaming coaches and these players are going to have to start taking accountability because if that was the NFL, James Harden would be on his first fucking train to Sacramento from fucking pennies to a dime and they'll take some bonus. That yep. that would happen in the NFL. 
and I'm sure that I don't know how the MLB works. I don't I don't keep up with how that shit works. But literally, they get away with players being garbage. And I'm tired of players getting a slap on the wrist and the coaches losing their job. It, you are stopping people from supporting their families over other people's mistakes. That yeah. is fucking wrong. That is ridiculous. Like, yeah. come on, bro. Especially when these are... I could see if it was like... What's a bad NBA coach? The nigga who coached that shitty Bobcats team. I can see if it was him. It's not him. These are decorated fucking coaches. Sure, Doc Rivers can shit a bit, but he's also an NBA championship coach. And sure, Mike is not on every night. No coach is on every night. But he's a championship winning coach in the last two years. Monty Williams was right with him. Took him, what was that? Took him to a game six, game five? Yeah. That's, if you took him to a game five, that's that, then sure, that's bad. You took him to a game six. Game six on paper might look bad, but it's not bad. You go to a game six, literally, you have a chance to tie the series up, take it to a game seven, and win. You just, the, the cards just didn't play in Monty's hand. Just like, yeah. just like when they played the Nuggets, the cards were not in Monty's hands. The cards were in fucking. KD and Devin Booker's hands, and they pulled, they they didn't pull correctly. That's that's all it is. Yeah, it it comes down to a matter of something has got to, I don't know if it's got to be a new commissioner, if it's got to be new owners, if it's got to be new everything. Blame the players. That's it. Blame the players, you know. Because I promise you, we were not, we were not saying that Hugh Hugh Jackson was a, just a shit coach when he had fucking Johnny Football out there throwing ducks. Yeah. Now Hugh Jackson was a shit quarterback when he sat there and said he wouldn't go one and fifteen again and went zero and sixteen. That's a shit coach. But before that, dude, it's not his fault. Like, it, I mean, it comes to a point where we have to have players take accountability. That's why a lot of players that are shit in the NFL are sitting their ass at home or in the XFL or the USFL. Yep. That's why shit happens, because the players don't produce, but they don't let that happen. And that's why you got Harrison Barnes still fucking playing in, with the Kings. Yep. And then, but you blackballed DeMarcus Cousins. The players blackballed DeMarcus Cousins because they feel like he's a cancer to their team. Because that's not a coaching thing. Because if I was a coach, I'm picking up DeMarcus Cousins. Are you not picking up DeMarcus Cousins? He's still in his mid-30s. He can still play. Yeah. But you got fucking – you still signing Andre Iguodala for pennies to a fucking dollar. Udonis Haslam to be a – Udonis Haslam has been playing for the niggas since before – since damn near when I was two years old. Yeah. I have a house. (laughs) Like, I have – I have – I have, like, like, bro, I have grown up – and Udonis Haslam has still played. Why? Like, come on. And I love Derrick Rose. Why the fuck is he still playing? Yeah. Like, come on. We gotta stop this. Something has to, something has to change. Because, like, you are having these players who y'all consider veterans or just shit in general players, and they're still getting jobs. But it's hard for a coach to get a job. And when a coach gets a job and he takes a team to the finals, that team that shouldn't even been there in the first place, to the finals, you fuck him off. Because he loses to the best team 
He lost to the best team. He didn't lose to the fucking Grizzlies. He didn't lose to the Warriors. He lost to the best team in the West. Really the best team the in the one league. Seed. That's what I'm saying. That's that's not mind-blowing that the fifth seed lost to the first seed. That's not insane. That's logical. Don't fire him because he got outplayed by the best team in the league. Yeah. Like, uh, come on. That makes no sense. That's like, if they were to fire Doug Peterson for losing to the Chiefs, that would be insane. He yeah. lost to the Chiefs. He lost to Patrick Mahomes. He can't control that. That's like, true. but, like, come on, man. Like, really, what needs to start is they need to take DeAndre Aiden, send his ass somewhere else. He can't play in the West. He definitely can't play in the East. He can't play. He It showed that he is a role player. If that's the case, send him somewhere to be a six-man or dra- draft a good-ass center or bring in a good-ass center and make him come off the bench because he cannot be your starter. But they won't do that because they're all in on these players. Why are they all in on these players but not all in on the coaches? They literally just call a random dude up. I didn't even know who the fuck Monty Williams was. You had Steve Nash being a fucking coach. Why is Steve Nash being a coach? And he still took him to the fucking playoffs. Yeah. And you he took him to the playoffs. Then they get to like the second round of some crazy shit like that. Took him to the playoffs. You fuck him off. In the middle of this season. You fuck him off in the middle of this season. Why? Yeah. The team was doing damn good. The team was doing magnificent. And you throw him out, but you're not going to fire that motherfucker from uh from the Mavs, who shit the bed, had a ninety percent chance of making it to the playoffs, and shit it in less than three weeks. <laughs> so can we get Kyrie out the league, or somewhere else? Fire Kyrie because he he's the reason the team fucking folded. Yeah, Luca needed help, and you brought in a ball dominant player. Why? Bring get Luca pieces because Luca is your main player. This so honestly, if I'm being honest, this has nothing to do with coaches or players. It's who's ever running this shit. The GMs. It really goes to the GMs and the presidents of these fucking basketball clubs, because this shit is getting ridiculous. That you feel like you call Monty Williams just just lost to the best team. You call him in your office and say, "Hey, we're going to part ways." Why? I would if I was Monty Williams, I would say, "Why?" Yeah. Oh, it's just not clicking. Why is it not clicking? Because DeAndre Aiden can't guard Jokic. Because you brought in Kevin Durant, paid him a handsome sum of money, and he still couldn't get it done. That's that is not my fault. That is not Monty Williams's fault, and it's no one else's fault. That's I'm sorry, I've been ranting for so long, but fuck, this shit's getting ridiculous, dude. That's why I don't watch NBA basketball because it makes no sense. None of it makes sense. Like and you got Jason Kidd is a fucking coach. You make Jason Kidd a coach. They just pick coaches. But when you got a good coach, you don't want to do nothing with it. Yeah. Then you got the whole uh, job situation now. Fire him. He lost the locker room. Like I said earlier, he lost the locker room. Like He, he it, did not have no control over his two dickhead players. Doing the same dumb shit that you went for, like, the video. The friend tried to pull the camera away. He should have been recording to begin with. I'll definitely say that. But he tried to pull the camera away. But no, you 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 just too stuck in being a dumbass that what you you, you thought you're John Morant. 
the NBA literally. Have you seen that uh, interview with Carmelo Anthony where he says, "Yeah, the NBA is like the feds. They know who you are." The NBA when when your homeboy goes on live, somebody in the NBA is watching. Yep, and you you are too blind to see that. You go on your personal your personal Instagram and flash a gun, then go to rehab, get put out the playoffs. Right, because you don't know what playoff basketball is because shit, you couldn't even play the end of the season because you just so you really went in there rusty because you were being an idiot. And then you go out here, you lose, and the first thing you see your homeboy recording. You like literally your homeboy even took the camera away because yo, you tripping. You put a gun up. Who cares? You are a basketball player, not a rapper. If I pull a gun out on a video, that goes with me being a rapper. That's just that. That's yeah. that's rapper shit. If you pull a gun, the world watches you because you are supposed to have a high standard, high class. You're supposed to be an athlete, not a fucking thug, not a fucking artist. Like what? What is what? Don't you miss? Yes, you have money. Yes, you have a nice house. You have nice cars. Who cares? We only care what you do on the basketball court. That's why Demar Derozan doesn't get talked about, but he still goes out there and he puts up okay numbers. That's why Giannis doesn't get talked about because he's not out here being an idiot. He knows what he needs to do. He knows that the league is watching and whatever. And sure, yeah, Giannis goes on fucking live and is a hornball. But that's that's funny. He's being funny, not an idiot. Yeah. John Morant needs to realize what being what being funny and 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 entertaining people and being a fucking idiot. He needs to differentiate those two. Cause you sit here, you thought what you thought the camera didn't catch you? They caught you on 4K. Yeah. They can they screen record things. They can slow shit down. We live in... Like, it's not one of those things where it's like, you know, oh, see, somebody's going to slow it down. They're going to catch it. I'm saying, we live in 2023. Anything is possible, especially when it comes to video recording. You fucking moron. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's just it's just a matter. Of, and here's the part that people don't understand. All right, the part that people, the part that people really don't get about the whole uh, John Morant thing, yeah, it's legal to have a gun. And shit, it's legal. It's legal. All right, is you know, it's legal to have a gun and all that shit. But there also comes to realize the NBA is a company. They employ people, the players, and just like any other company, they have rules and they can fire you for those rules. It may be something legal to do, but you just can't do it there and keep your job. Just like if you work at Walmart, you can't work in Walmart with a gun on your side. You can't work at Burger King with a gun on your side. You can't flex a gun in the middle of fucking Target because it's a business. You, you have to be professional. Why don't you understand that being professional comes with a job? I'm not going to go to my job and tell my manager what the fuck is up. I'm not going to do that because I'm being professional. 
hey, how are you doing? It, it's, it's, it's certain shit that you do and it's certain shit that you don't do. And you do a lot of shit that you're not supposed to do at a professional basketball level. And you will be out of the league in the next three years if you keep doing the dumb shit that you're doing. It's as simple as that. It don't matter how good you are. Well, let me not even say that because based off the fucking talk we just had, he's going to be in the league because since he's a good basketball player, he's yeah. a player. So, like, we need to – we need Adam Silver. Fuck sending him to rehab. Fuck suspending him for, for three games, eight games. Literally, they said they were going to suspend him for, what was that, 20 games, 30 games? It wasn't even 10 games left in the season. Yeah. But then they say he served 20 years. I said 20. 20 um, games already? What the fuck? And like, so you give him a slap on the wrist. Stop, man. I fucking hate that, man. It's it just like... Weird. It's kind of like, you know... It's just stupid, man. It's just... It's, it's just a dumb thing to do. And people make the memes like, you know, you know, you got the videos and shit, you know, parody and shit. It's got like, you know, let's see, I got millions of dollars, family doing good. I'm one of the top athletes in my sport. Let me go be Barely. a thug. Barely I'm, the top. I'm trying to get locked up. I'm trying to go to jail. Like, that's what I'm saying. Why are you trying to paint this image on yourself? You're a good man. We've seen your family photos. You're a great guy. Stop it. Like, just doing dumb shit for the camera, man. It ain't working. Like, did you see the video of him on live just getting drunk with his family having women over his house, just flexing his... What are you doing? You signed a... They, they signed you to a... They signed him to a max contract, didn't they? Or something, something around there. He got paid, like, a lot of fucking money. Yeah. They're paying you. They have... They're all in on you. Literally, they can't afford to get you help. You are the help, nigga. Because they're all in on you. And literally, rather, he's going to have to take a, a fat-ass pay cut or he's going to have to find a new team or a new profession. Yeah. Because this shit, that shit ain't cutting it, bro. Like, there's certain shit that you do and there's certain shit that you don't do, like I said, and you do a lot of shit that you don't supposed to do as a basketball player. And that shit is ridiculous. It's a wild time for the NBA, but you know, hey, let's go ahead and get into these predictions, man. Um, it's finals. Uh, East is going to be Boston and Miami, and uh, West is going to be Denver and LA. Who do you have each of those series in the final? Now, the Heat are a very, very gritty fucking team. And I am honestly scared of the Heat. But I will still stick with my boys, and I will say that the Celtics will win. And I believe that AD ain't got it. I, AD ain't got it right now. Like, he has it scoring-wise. He don't got it defensively. He can't stop Jokic. I got Denver going, though. And that bench is deep. That bench is really fucking deep. But the Lakers do have a deep bench, too. Yeah. I'll, I'll still probably go Denver, but I could still see the Lakers going if it happens. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh as far as you were just talking about the West. Yeah, I was talking about both. 
both all right so for the for denver in la i think denver pulls it out unless lebron taps into some shit that he been on unless the old playoff lebron comes out i i don't see austin reeves I, and also he's a great player very underrated Austin Reeves, Dennis Schroeder. I just don't see that lineup really teeing up for real. And I, I always gauge it like this. Here's how you can gauge any playoff basketball series. Whose role players or no names are better than the other team's role players and no names? Because the Stars aren't going to carry you every time. The Stars are going to fuck up sometimes, just not score. How I gauged game seven, because I picked the Celtics seven against the Sixers. The Celtics bench the celtics no names the celtics role players are better than the sixers role so i made my choice off of that and it showed because what do you do when your stars don't come out who do you have when your star that game who do you have? and i feel like with this series uh i'm definitely i don't know the lakers they have they have a pretty good bench they have good role players like for example, Austin Reeves, Lonnie Walker's been showing, but Bruce Brown for the Nuggets and KCP, you know, it's hard to bet against them. Plus, you know, you already got Jokic, who, if he doesn't have a high-scoring game, hell, he'll get he'll get 15, 20 balls, you know, 12, 13 assists. Jamal Murray, you know. I think I honestly think the series is more dependent on Jamal Murray than anything. Yeah. Jamal Murray will tee up uh, a good bit, good, good enough for Denver to continue. Um, as far as those balls, as much as I want to say Miami, because I I've always been a fan of Jimmy Butler. What happens if Jimmy Butler gets hurt or Jimmy Butler? Just has an off night here and there. What happens then? Bam out of bio is not gonna fucking save you. Kevin Love damn sure ain't gonna save you. Struss isn't gonna save you. Um Duncan Robinson, Tyler here, they're not gonna save you. So Jimmy Butler is alone. Boston. I mean, they got they got starters. They have a big, you know. One thing I can always say about Boston is, if one guy doesn't show up, the next guy does. And it's enough for him to win. So I'm going to take Boston in that series. And I think it's going to be Boston and Denver in the finals. Yeah. But yeah, that that's my take there. Um, until the finals happen. I won't say who I think is going to win because it's all going to be based on how the conference finals went. Um, conference finals will be starting tomorrow, which is Tuesday at the time of the recording. Um, I think it's going to be entertaining. I think it's going to be an entertaining series on both sides. Can't wait to see how it turns out. Um, but yeah, Wit, appreciate you coming on, man. Of course, of course. Um, so some like little news here. Um, no, I haven't been posting on like 
my other social medias lately that's just because a nigga has a job all right a nigga has <laughs> a job and if you know what my job is you understand <laughs> i haven't been as active so i have a fucking job uh figured out i just found like a uh notification on accident those who are subscribed to the youtube channel by the way please subscribe to that south podcast on youtube um I found a way that I can stream on there without having 50 subscribers. So, all right, now, how about that? Uh, figured it out. I did a test run to see if it'll actually work, and it fucking worked, and I'm very shocked that it did. So, I'm uh, going to be, I guess I'm going to be live streaming. Now. And I hop on that bit. So, uh, you know, start getting that thing. Uh, might do some betting advice, shit like that. My comments, my um, my thoughts on playoff series, stuff like that. Um, the whole nine, any other sports news that comes up, my thoughts on that. So I'll definitely be getting into that more. Um, trying to set up a kick account, the streaming service kick. Uh, trying to set that up. Uh, Twitch has kind of been an L, keep it a buck. Uh, trying to kick something works, then I'll start using it. But you know, to be announced, I'll follow the TikTok at the Dirty South Podcast. We're gonna be dropping some stuff pretty soon. Like when I say pretty soon, I mean like fucking tomorrow. We're gonna be dropping some stuff pretty soon. Um, you already know from my up and coming. M at the Dirty South Podcast. You want to be in the intro, the outro, all in between. You want me to promote your music on the channel, on the arm, on social medias. Hit my DM. I got you. All that shit. Wait, you got it. Yes, sir. Man of the year. The tape is dropping on the 26th. Make sure y'all go get that. I just dropped the track list today on my Instagram at Wick Santana. Make sure y'all go show some love, man. There it is at Wick Santana. Y'all be sure to check that out. Uh, should be, um, you know, man, with creative dog. So y'all, y'all know he he gonna be bringing some heat. So definitely be sure to check that out. Um, definitely drop some entertaining shit. I'm listening to it. He is Dirty South certified for sure. Um. But yeah, y'all can be sure to check us out. Listen to us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, YouTube channel. The video will be up soon. Didn't get the whole episode, but I got a good chunk of it. So my camera storage left me, failed me. So the episode that's going to be posted on the YouTube. Get that and. Y'all stay safe, stay dirty, stay fucking dangerous. Y'all know what the fuck we do. Y'all be sure to check out this episode when we drop. Episode 20. Peace out. I'm tuned. I took your ace pillow and I cut out the room. I feel like I'm cute, man. This bitch.
up it's nick from the dirty south podcast just want to say thank y'all for listening hey please spread the word man hey give us a shout out on ig at the dirty south podcast hey we just a small podcast trying to make it big man hey appreciate y'all support much love to y'all y'all stay up